Welcome to Good Darts. It is the podcast all about darts. The quality cannot be guaranteed. It's brought to you in association with our friends at Low Six, although the status of friends is probably about to be downgraded, bearing in mind the absolute <laughs> shocking nature of some of our picks over the last few days. I'm Dan Dawson, Wayne Mardle alongside me. Uh, Wayne, uh, we're here in Milton Keynes. We're in the, the Pitchside restaurant and bar right now. Yes. It? Yeah, the hubbub behind us, that's what that is. Um, what are you doing to fill your days? Are you golfing? Uh, I played golf today, yesterday, uh, the day before yesterday was like nothing uh, and uh, you can only you can only loiter about a hotel for so long mm. before you bump into dart players. And, and that's the last thing you oh, want to do? I don't want to mix with them, they're annoying me. <laughs> they're so unreliable, yeah. you, you predict that they're going to win a darts match, that's what they're there to do and what do they do? They lose a darts match, yeah, pathetic. Yeah. It's, it's incredible that uh, you have so little sympathy with them. Bearing in mind you shared that position for I, so I, long. I was Mr. Unreliable. <laughs> uh, and that's why they annoy me, because they remind me of, of my failings. Right, yeah. Holding uh, a mirror up to yourself. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah okay, exactly. Yeah. Did he win at the golf today? Uh, yes, I was only playing Russ and Della. Oh, okay. <laughs> was it for money? Of course it was. Of course it was. I bet every £10 taken off Della must feel like a grand. I always say you, there's no point in playing sport if you're not playing for something. Mm-hmm. And when you mention something like three quid to, to Keith Della, I'm sure he still thinks of, of three pound as in monetary terms of 1983. Right, yeah, yeah. Which was, I don't know, what would it be now? Like 17 pounds, 38 yeah. pence? <laughs> he thinks you're taking 17 pounds, 38 pence off him. <laughs> to the point of today he offered, tomorrow I'm not playing for money. Oh. Oh, get yeah, over I mean, yourself, Keith. That's not Keith. Happen, is it? That's yeah. Oh, yeah. well, we'll get an update on that then, because yeah. I'm, I'm yes. very interested yes. to see how much money you can take off Della over the I course I will extort everything that I can. <laughs> Excellent. Let's talk about the darts and what we've seen tonight. Night eight uh, of the Premier League. Um, we'll take it in order. Uh, we'll go through our picks as well. Look, you, may have, you may have followed our picks on the Low Six apps, uh, the PDC picks apps. Kicked off with Anderson Price. Now, what we did say last night... Yeah. Anderson, having average 109, he ain't going to play like that. He's, he's up and down with Gary Anderson. He's up and down. Yeah. Although you did actually back him to beat Gary Price because you weren't that convinced, were you? Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I was convinced he wouldn't play as well, but... Wouldn't be enough. My pick was basically about the, the, the Price situation. And it, even tonight after the win against Gary, he still moaned about the lack of crowd or the crowd noise and the booze that yeah, he had yesterday. Yeah, four legs what, into what, the game. No, yeah, I know. Just deathly quiet. Well, what was odd from the, the, what happened was the sky trucks were, were transmitting a noise to the viewer at home, but not within the, the arena because apparently when I asked what happened and the technical term told to me was something blew up. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. engineer. Yeah, right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an engineer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. something blew up. Right. So that's kind of, they were just saying to me, you won't understand, so yeah. I'm going to tell you because I think you're thick. Anyway, so basically that was that, but he still had a gripe, and he played well tonight, Price. And I'll give him his due, there was a little bit of intensity about his game. I think it's just a bit of time to get used to it. But what we said as well, he's not playing his best, but... His BC game is still very, very, very good. good. So, very good. and that's that's what he's added over the last yeah. couple of years. Yeah. I have to say, I did I did try and clarify what he was saying on social media last night about oh I was hearing booing and, and whistling and stuff. Apparently, he heard booing on the walk on. So I don't know where that's come from. Um, last night, 
and then he says there are but there are some whistles in that tape they've got of the crowd have you have you not heard some of I've them? heard the whistles there's, yeah. yeah there's like it's not even a whistle I swear there's somebody playing a flute every now and again it's just like, <laughs> like it's really like I've never seen anybody bring a flute to the darts but oh I have oh yeah okay no, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> oh I have yeah can be iron mate yeah 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 it's the flute capital of the world. Yeah, I've heard that. Anyway, uh, you got that wrong. 1-0 Dawson, back to Price, came in. Uh, we both went for Nathan Aspinall, he averaged 103. Surely that would be enough to beat the bottom of the table, Dowell Gurney. Not so. Yeah, not wasn't, that, so. wasn't that good? You know what? I almost, If Gamal Gurney had played like he did in the second half of the game, all the way through the match, I'd just gone, yeah, that was really good. Yeah. But what, what's even more impressive, those games where somebody is, is being outplayed for half a game and he's just clinging on managing to yeah. hold his throw yeah. and then he comes good and wins it yeah. they've got to be so satisfying when you're the winner it's got to feel like they're kicking the unmentionables it, 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 it really is it, 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 I use the term in, in commentary because Aspinall was all out attack and all Gurney was doing was kind of defending defending and then I use the term he's basically hit him on the break here a couple of times yeah. And that was what it felt like. And once he got that, that lead, it was like, you're not, you're not going to let this up, are you? And then he found a bit of form, didn't he? Yeah. And you could see Nathan, because he, he, had, he had a glut of 140s at one point. And he, he got himself in a good position, then got pegged back and then got overtaken. And those 140s dried up a little because Gurney was so good. And do you know what? You, you are 100% right in what you say. When you win games like that, because I did win one like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was in like the Barkingside and District League. It was amazing. <laughs> I, 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 played, I, I think his name was uh, Tom. They called him Big Tom. Mm. And he was 2-0 up on me, and I won 3-2. And oh, it, was, it was an amazing kind of scenes. On, uh, no, I'm, I'm absolutely joking. but <laughs> I did it in professional yeah. sport as well. Yeah. But yeah, when you moments. do, when you do rein them in and you know they're better than you you know they're thinking how am I not winning this game how am I not beating this absolute moron who can't play darts right now and then once you do start to show form they panic yeah. I'm not saying Nathan panicked but in general it's a panicking kind of phase that you go through he just took the game I mean he, he put 12 points on his average first six so games compared to the last so six so good um, really impressive yeah really impressive one of the most impressive performances obviously it's a recency bias yeah because yeah. I've just seen it yeah but one of the most mentally impressive performances that, that I've seen in, in a long time He's a battler. I've got enormous respect for Dalgo. Yeah. I'm not the best player in the world. I can beat the yeah. best player in the world. Yeah. And it's, it's about consistency. We know that. But um, Smith Cross, we talk about consistency. I mean, I consistently said that Rob Cross was going to produce a performance at some point in the opening couple of nights. He hasn't yet. And it's looking very, very bleak for him. He is the man that I can absolutely guarantee you, and this is going on record, for the next three years... Every game he will average between 87.4 and 93.6. This is what he does now. <laughs> and I'm being that specific. That is, Do you know what he does? He's quite specific. Do you know what he does? That is, that is it. That is his game right now. And he, I, I mentioned it uh, live, and maybe I was a bit harsh, but thinking about it, I was probably spot on. He's just about competing. Mm. 
he's just about competing. He's won five legs in two games. Yes, he's played Michael Van Gerwen. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Most people get a hiding from him. Not not Glenn Durrant, mind yeah. you. Yeah, we'll get to that. But, yeah, we get to that. But he's struggling so much. His darts were going in at all different angles. And, you know, I'm like... Uh, I, I'm like, oh, they're going in different angles. That's yeah. like, that's like Christmas for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I just love watching what's going on. And a bit like Gary Anderson, they they were not going in the same tonight. And but yeah, in, intriguing about Cross because you still think he's got it. I t- I j- look, a bit, a bit. He's got a bit. He, he has. He's had a new baby. Apparently, he's, he's not done any practice for the last month. Now I know that when Cross was playing well. It was all about, yes. he said, I, I, I can't go and perform at a tournament for a weekend if we go away for a Pro Tour Euro Tour, yeah. unless I feel I've done, I've, I've paid me dues, I've paid yeah. me dues on the practice board, because yeah. I don't feel right. I don't think he does feel right. Now, it may be an excuse, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You, you mentioned yesterday, Rob Cross often says all the right things, he does. but the result hasn't been there. Correct. Not this year, anyway. Correct, yeah. But look, let's just see where it goes, because I'm not sure we'll see him past judgment night at this rate. Um, does that? Does it? You said MVG would win. You said MVG would win about 19 times. I said it was a draw. I got that wrong. Look, we, we, we were both what wrong. We do know it was boring. It was absolutely tedious. Oh, absolute snooze fest. Wasn't it just? Oh, mate. And the 167 was the most boring 167 I've ever seen. Has he, has he got his number? What I, I again, I'm not saying that I've, I've been like some kind of prophet in this, mm. but Van Gerwen. Well, no, because you said Van Gerwen win. Giving it. <laughs> False prophet. <laughs> Wrong prophet. Make no profit. Mm. That's what I do. That's what I do. And right. yeah, I, I actually said that for Van Gerwen to, to come out with these, it bores me, sucks the, the energy and life out of me. Dazza must have just thought, do you know what, pal? You are worried, and you, I've got you. I've got you. I've got you right now. But like we we keep saying, it's all right having Michael in a bit of a corner, but you still have to throw the darts. I I, I say this right. I don't think for the first sort of two thirds of that game, in fact, most of that game, I don't think Van Gerwen was that much different against Cross. It came a bit better against Cross yeah, towards the end yeah, of it. Yeah. But Cross threw nothing back at him and yeah. allowed him to end up with 103 average. Yeah. Dozer didn't give him an inch. And he put him under pressure and it meant that Van Gerwen, that Correct. 95 average he was on mid-game, yeah. he could barely drag it up. And yeah. Dozer just kept on going. Yeah. He put people under pressure, Keep even them. Van Gerwen. Keep, Keep them, them there. Yeah. Then it stops them having those... You walk off with 103 average, you go, well, he has to have played well. I didn't think he was that good against Cross last night, to be honest. He was allowed to... It, he, was allowed to he was allowed to be that much better than Cross and he looked that much better than Cross which maybe was a bit of a false reading but you, I, I, I've said it so many times you just keep someone under it it becomes a real chore and I use that word chore he finds playing Durant a chore and uh, the thing is at the minute looks like they're both going to be in the top four now whether they play each other in the semi-finals whether they could well, be in the final but what an idea that would be what a, what a th- Thought that, that potential meeting might. How be. about this, right? How about this? Right, right. It's judgment night uh, tomorrow. Yeah. And then what day is it today? Who knows? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. So Thursday tomorrow. Is that right? Yeah, Wednesday, that's how it works. Thursday, Friday, Friday, Friday. The the new of the new schedule. The phase two. Chuck them against each other. Again? Chuck them against each other. 
chuck them against each other while it's all fresh, while it's all nasty. Mm, yeah, oh, I, I love quite it. Like I love it. I quite like well, that. Well, I, I suggested it earlier. Who makes these decisions? It's. I, I'm hoping it's Sky because I spoke to the right people at Sky. Oh right, okay. And it's like, come on, come on now. Mm. And as I put it forward, you, uh, I saw the, the exec producer's light, uh, eyes light up and I'm like, I've said the right thing here. Yeah, oh, I like yeah, this. Well, uh, yeah. Anyway, Web, Webby kind of come up with it, but it's my idea. Yeah, okay, claim it. <laughs> uh, recency bias, you're the last person I've ever Exactly, say, so exactly. I said it. Yeah. Um, final one. Right, Desvan. Now, look, not much to be said. Right just did what you did. Jeffrey didn't look that great. I, you rate Jeffrey, I rate Jeffrey. He's coming back from shoulder problems. I saw some people on social media going, oh, contenders, we should get rid of it now. Like, hang on, we've had one bad performance from Dobie. That's right. We've had an injured right. Jeffrey Desvon. That's right. And obviously, the whole thing with contenders, local heroes, things like that, if you haven't got any fans and they're not in there, you're going to lose something there, aren't you? I don't think you throw the baby out with a bathwater. Now's not the time to judge the challenges. It was so, I, I'm not going to say it's unfair, it's just the way that it's all about timing. And the timing is not great. And Jermaine tomorrow should have been playing in front of 12,000 Dutchmen clad in orange, all supporting him tomorrow. Mm. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm not putting down Milton Keynes, but unfortunately, he's in Milton Keynes. Hey, look, if, I mean, it would be a sad irony if 12,000 Dutchmen clad in orange turned up in Milton Keynes, so they still wouldn't be allowed in to support him. So, uh, the car it's... park would be chocker. <laughs> it would be chocker. Yeah. So going mad in Nando's. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, on the plus side, we both picked right, he won. So we managed to get two right each. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go on about getting that right, but how impressive was right in just dismissing another world-class player? I, I think he's a... We're going to talk more about Peter Wright because we've got a nice long chat with him coming up. And this is a long, old chat with him. Um, we get to hear from a man who has not quite gone from rags to riches, but has become a, a superstar in this game a tyre yes. fitter to a world champion keep an eye out for a cameo from his wife Joe, and the uh, Paul Nicholson fact checking system as well here's Snakebite the world champion <laughs> these are the questions that you should be asking Peter thanks a lot for talking to me I don't want to be crass but let's talk about money let's talk about Wonga because Darts has made you a very rich man over the last decade or so, hasn't it? Not me. It's better speak to Joe. <laughs> speak to the wrong person. Uh, no, no, seriously, no. If you look at my bank account, I'm always uh, owing their money. So, well, that's the that's the interesting because <laughs> pretty much ever since you became a professional, you've had a system where all your prize money goes to Peter Snape by right the company. It doesn't, doesn't go to me. Yeah, and then you no, get no. you get a sort of. Little wage at the end of every month. I'll get my wages and that's it. I'm not like any other employed person. That's it. Uh, the cheque was for the 500,000 for the Worlds. Mm. But that week, I got my £210 or £12 a week. That's all I got. <laughs> I didn't get nothing else. About for, uh, an amazing trophy and obviously title. Surely you got like a little bonus or something for winning the World Championship. I remember the night of the World Championship back at the hotel... You were absolutely buzzing because the one thing you wanted to do after winning half a million pounds in the biggest title in the game, you wanted to get a new speaker for your man cave at home, wasn't it? Did you get it in the end? Uh, well, I, did, I didn't. I, uh, Joe bought me a speaker for my birthday. So I suppose that was a bonus. As well, so. <laughs> 
Look, the reason I'm, I'm, I'm starting off with this is because we had Dimitri on the podcast a few weeks ago, just okay. after you won yeah. match play. And obviously he was staying with you. And even though he said, oh, it was amazing staying with Peter Young. He's the world champion. He was teaching me things. He was changing how I think about the game. One of the biggest impressions was just being in your house. He was like, look at what darts can do for you. I could live in a house like this. Like it, yeah. That seemed the biggest mark you left on it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what... Uh, turned him you know in Barney's been around and gone you know because Barney hasn't obviously invested and stuff like that uh, with his money he, he likes his gadgets and <laughs> goes and spins so uh, uh, but you know it's just uh, what potentially darts can bring if you work hard practice hard well, I don't think anybody's accusing you of not working hard and practicing hard. You're one of the hardest workers in the game over that. But that you that's because you do treat this as a job, isn't it? Because yeah. I was you, playing darts before I went to breakfast this morning. I can see the thoughts. That's <laughs> up here. So, yeah. You know, it's not, it's, it's not uh, like it was, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago where, you know, players just go out all night long and come in at silly clock in the morning and stuff like that. You've got to work hard now. You've got to put all the hours in because... As people want your place, and uh, them youngsters uh, practicing harder and harder, and they're, they're getting better and better, as you can tell by all the averages, and uh, just proved to uh, obviously Dimitri going to win the uh, the match play, because when he was at mine, I'd go to bed at eight o'clock, yeah, just because I'm old and I think and go to bed, he still be I can still hear him practicing at half ten at night, so you know all that practicing and determination and everything that he put in and all that practice and dedication you know paid off for him was the money a big factor in why you stopped playing for a bit and was that a factor when you came back because you say you know, 25 years ago it was different you wouldn't have been able to buy that house unless you were perhaps the number one in the world for a good long time yeah uh, as I say I was unemployed and suffered for years and years and years uh, in and out of jobs and doing horrible jobs and you know stuff like that and but you've got to learn learn that and then obviously Joe makes sure she keeps me feet on the ground as well you know I haven't changed I don't think uh, I've only got greyer fatter <laughs> and that's about it but uh, uh, but I'm still the same person you know I'm world champion that's great I've achieved my dream I think I'm going to win it again because I know what what to do, mm. so yeah. Survive match starts against an old Malik then. That's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> then win the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. That dream that you've now achieved, you've become world champion, one of the biggest prize there is. That was that must have seemed very very far off for a while, particularly early years in the PDC, where you weren't quite sure if it was going to work. And I'm sure money must have been a factor in that, wasn't it? Oh, it it was obviously Joe. Uh, uh, back me from the beginning uh, and her dad they believed in me and they obviously I was working in the garages uh, STS Holborn's uh, tyre fit and resourced and doing FLs there and uh, we went yeah, it was, you know you probably heard it before watching the Grand Slam and I was saying to Joe I can beat him I can beat him not all of them but you know and she went alright then why don't you give it a go and she put all them um, money in from her salon and everything into me and obviously as you know <laughs> I earned £1,200 in the first year so mm. I done pretty rubbish 
but you know, the, all them, the, all them defeats I was getting there was like I'd go to Atlanta uh, and go five nil up against Ronnie Baxter, who was playing fantastic at the time, and lose six five. Go five nil up against Adrian Lewis and lose six five. I didn't know how to get over that line. Didn't know how to win. And you've got to learn from all the defeats. You you know get some players who can't handle it mm. and go away from the game. Uh, but you know I learned from all my defeats. See what I done wrong. Put that right, and then step up. So what drives you? Do you, are you driven on by a need to? pay the bills or are you driven on by glory are you driven on to by just trying to be better at what you do what's the main thing and has that changed now you've got money it's, uh, it's, well <laughs> I ain't got no money alright snake bite the industry has got money right, yeah but uh, no what it, what drives me is like obviously is just being privileged to be in the company of MBG Gary Anderson uh, Michael Smith uh, Glenn Durrant you know all these guys uh, who are at the top of the game. You, know? you want to be recognised. And and, and uh, I'm the old guy, and me and Gary like the old guys like upsetting the youngsters now and again. And and it's if I can upset them sometimes, I'm happy with that, you know. But you know I've gone back from obviously defeat in the the match play and looked at my game. All right, right, I can improve. And I want to improve because I want to win all the rest of these titles. I want to win the Autumn Series. I already won the Summer Series. So I want to win the Autumn. I want to win uh, the World Series thing. I want to win the Grand Prix. You know, I've been in the taste of it being in the final against Michael, knowing what I've done wrong, stuff like that. So I believe with me changing uh, my throwing a little bit quicker and stuff like that. It will improve my game. When have you enjoyed playing darts most? Is it now that you? Just you've now. Lit right now. Now with you've this, never enjoyed with, it more. With, with this setup and everything, because it feels like a new toy. Yeah, I know. I know it's, it's not a new set of darts, but it's uh, it's a new thing I can challenge in myself. Yeah, I can pick up my old darts and do plod along, plod along do my 100 odd averages and get loads of 180s and stuff like that yeah that wins me games and wins me in some series and win, you know stuff like that but that'll only keep me there as I said I need to go further mm. so have you you've been playing darts for a long while now but have you you've never lost it's never become a job it's never become a chore you actually enjoy it as much now as you ever did even when you were a young man throwing darts at trees wandering around yeah. the woods in uh -huh. East Anglia uh, well, not in East Anglia, it was in, in London, that was. Uh, oh, it was in London, was it? Yeah, okay. that was in uh, uh, around Deptford. Well, okay. Yeah, so. No, yeah, I've always loved the game. Uh, it's just because no one's going to be perfect. You cannot you cannot be a robot yet, but everyone tries to be. You know, try and get that right action, trying to get that you know, right weight of the throw and stuff like that. Mastering that is the one of the hardest things to do in darts, and once you've m sort of mastered it, then you've got to deal with the conditions that you got playing, like the the lights or uh, the atmosphere from the crowds, and making the dart fly different, and uh, the wind going across the stage. You know, it's well, you can't practice that. 
Well, so you just want more challenges. <laughs> you're, you're Barry Hearn's a created tournament where you've all got to throw darts whilst riding a unicycle. Or yeah, just yeah, Just because it's something quite new to try and test yourself against. Exactly. You know, you've got, you got to try new stuff. There's no good being just the same old boring. Is that what keeps you interested? That keeps you going? You, you, you've barely missed a European tour in years and years and years. You play so much of the tour. You're in all the big TV tournaments, obviously. I've played all the Europeans this year, haven't I? I've played one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, you have. You keep turning up to stuff. You don't take time off. You, you do treat it as a job. Next, I think next year uh, I will uh, start not, not going to so many. Mm. Uh, I'm going to look after myself and I'll be in most of the t- well, all the TV tournaments anyway but I will start picking and choosing my tournaments I won't be running myself into the grave <laughs> so because um, it, it's a big sacrifice isn't it you know, we've just talked about especially how at amazing, my age yeah, if, if, if I was like Nathan Aspel's age and Michael mm. Smith's age yeah you know these guys should be going to everywhere and everything you know not missing out because it can affect your rankings so much you, you don't think it does you know it affected Paul Nicholson at that time, when he won two back-to-back player championships in, in Swindon, Swindon, it was Swindon, I think. Possibly, so, I'll have to something check. Like, that. Something like that. Uh, no, Swindon. Crawley. A big game of Vess. Crawley, because I've done his hair that weekend. There we go. Crawley, Joe no. did his hair. Come hear me, little Jackie. No, I've smoked me backy. Have a bit of cracky till the boat comes in. I'll read Paul Nicholson fact checking service here. I did win back to back players' championships in 2011. One was in Crawley, like Joe said. The other was in Barnsley the following weekend, the other side of a UK Open. And I still turned up on the Sunday only to get beaten by Steve Beaton in the last 32. A sexy bastard. Anyway, Snake Bites got it wrong. Get back to the interview. I don't need to turn around and say that I don't need to turn up for the next one. I think I'll have that off. And that totally, his career went totally boom because he didn't go to that tournament. I think, personally, mm. that totally changed because he missed out on that competition and that focus and everything. That totally changed him. Mm. Really weird. What? Well, uh, I, I know it's in lots of different players like Michael Smith to. Uh, done a mistake a couple of years ago but he's got himself back again he nearly uh, missed out on the European <coughs> Championship Adrian Lewis done exactly the same now he's had to work, try and work his way back and he's coming back it does ones. take dedication it's such a busy calendar mm. but it's, it's a big sacrifice and it must have been particularly difficult for you of late With Joe's obviously had lots of her back problems and mm-hmm, she's been yeah. stuck at home it must have been very difficult for you as a family with you having to go all over the place and play darts nonstop. yeah, yeah uh, obviously it's been, it's been hard uh, you know, past couple of years, uh, Joe's been in pain, and she had back operation last year. Didn't didn't work, and she had another one uh, recently, and that hasn't really worked either. So, but she's got on these mad painkillers that knock out horses and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, and uh, but she 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 deals with it, and uh, she's strong mentally, and uh, she's there for me. And uh, that makes it, you know, I don't want to let her down because she's putting all the effort in, being there for me, you know, driving me and stuff like that, and make sure and I'm having my hair done and stuff like that for TV. You look like you're having fun when you're up on stage. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't jump across the stage yesterday because I've had a bad, <laughs> a bad foot, and it's just starting to heal. 
and it's like I want to do the dance for the people watching back home and stuff like that but I don't want to you know it's the first day <laughs> it was the first day of you know, many days to, to come I didn't want to uh, twist it or do anything like that to it again so otherwise that's the only thing I was cutting about you know yeah but I do like having fun up there because it seems like I'd, yes I do take it serious but then I, I, I don't because I'm just out there having fun see if I can upset the quality guys the big guys the quality guys is yeah. the world champion behave yourself <laughs> um, my, what, what's the, your funniest memory from Doc one of the best stories I've been told involving you Merv yeah. told it me when you were playing Pears in Antwerp oh dear I don't, oh, was yeah. that the first time you met Bristow no, no, no. I'd met. I'd you met, met him before. I'd, yeah, I'd met Eric before, and I think. Yeah, well, well yeah, well, that one. And, uh, yeah, we played uh, pairs in Antwerp, and it was quite funny. We, you know, we felt pretty confident, and uh, I think the first round, I don't know who we played, some guys from Sweden or something, and it was like, me and I was like swapping darts. I was thrown with his, and then I was thrown with two of his, and he was thrown with one of mine, and. And then Francis Hansler come over to watch us, and I grabbed the darts out of the top of a pocket. This is during the game, and then <laughs> and I got a tum and I went, "Come on, kiss go with him." He went like, "You got 140 of them." And anyway, we just plod along like that, and just uh, then we run into uh, Eric Bristol and John Ferrell, and Merv just started uh, uh, into the PDC sort of, mm. I think then. Eric says, oh, you know that guy's been on telly once, isn't you? Or twice. You know, straight to Standard Bristow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He went, yeah, you know that guy just been on telly once or twice. So I we shook hands and everything, get ready to go. And I said, Bristow's through first. Went up 180. I went, turned around straight in Mer's face. And nose was touching. <laughs> he was going, have some of that. <laughs> And Merv just turned around, looked at me, went and shook his head. He went, so he went up. No, this is a 180, Eric. Watch. So he went, treble 20. Walked onto the other dartboard on the left. Threw from that dartboard there to the one we're playing on. Treble 20. Went to the right. Stood on that hockey and threw it across. And got 180. <laughs> That's how the match... Did Eric like that? <laughs> but like during the match, it was like Eric would be like standing in front of Merv and then standing on Merv's toes and trying to like headbutt him. <laughs> like backwards. That proper old school <laughs> yeah. darts. Yeah. Am I right in thinking you won it with a blind double seven as well that match? It, it, it was, yeah. I wanted uh, uh, 24 for the match. And I saw him aiming up and Eric said something to me. As I, as I released it and went in double five. No, one went just outside, the other one went double five. So I want double seven for the match. He laughed and went, ha ha ha, and said something, you know, you can't say. <laughs> <laughs> like that. So I aimed up and then I turned around, just looked at Eric, and just, as I was looking at him, I, I just threw, threw it at double seven and it was in. <laughs> wow. That, I mean, that is, that is special. <laughs> Better than that double seven attempt last night, anyway. Oh my god. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that up. I'm glad I didn't get it. I'm going to celebrate it. <laughs>
piece of right there, not quite rags to riches, but some story. You know what, George Noble, who, who sat over there, the referee, I remember 2014 World Championship, Peter's going all the way to the final. And that was his breakthrough year. Yes, he yes, started it was. doing bits on the tour. Hadn't won a title by then. No, but he got to number sixteen in the world yeah. by not really doing anything. Yeah. If that Lots makes of quarters sense. Quarters and semis and the odd final here. Yes, yes. Now, George, I remember saying, in very much a setting like this, except the Holiday in Brent Cross, a place where I've spent a total of seven months of my life, Wayne. Wow. Yeah, I know. Special, special Poor you. treasured memories. Poor you. Standing, looking out of the North Circular in the. <laughs> Freezing, <laughs> flipping cold every... But anyway, I digress. He said, Bam, I always knew he was going to be this good. I knew back when he was playing Lightshot. He was... You, I knew. And I thought, absolute right, right. nonsense. For those that are listening that, that know George Noble as, as the MC, yeah. now he calls... Uh, he announces very, very different to mm. the voice that he speaks in. And Dan, that was bang that was on. That actually his voice. That was ba- Right, I'm going to shut my eyes. Right, go on, do it again. I'll, tell you, I'll, do, I'll do the hungover George Noble for you, because this is, this is uncanny. I don't know any other George Noble. Quite. <laughs> Wine. I ain't good. I ain't good one. That's... that's Anyway, he said, he said, Garrett, I knew... Hold on, stop. <laughs> Oh, please. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, someone but help me. Right, he, right, right. He, he may not be feeling good many a morning, but he said he always knew Peter Wright was going to be this good. I call shenanigans on that. Nobody knew. This yeah. is, this yeah. is he's yeah. quite, he came from not quite nowhere. Yeah. But he said in that interview, he won 1,200 quid in his first year on the PDC. I mean, it was nothing. There's nothing to suggest he could do this. He'd literally been someone that entered events with... I'm going to say everyone else didn't see him as a winner. And he was that journeyman pro for the best part of, or that journeyman trier for the best part of 20 years. No one, no one saw right coming. No one saw it. You know, the narrative, and I'm a big fan of narrative. Yes. It's, it's what gives meaning to all the stories that we see. Stories yes. is great. You learn stories, yes. human interest stories, yes. everything. Yes. Stories of triumph and adversity and all this sort of stuff. But you need a story to make, tell me, make sense of the world. Now, Peter Wright, the narrative over the last few years, yeah. until he became world champion, it was always like, nearly man, never going to do it. Mental block, changes his darts, yeah. always changing, never yeah. just stick with what he knows yeah. and he, yeah. he'll be able to play well. Now, he says there, he's, even last night, before he went and smashed Jeffrey Desvan, yes. wanted to change his throw, wanted to do it slightly quicker, to be straighter, be stronger, be better, to change little things. Now, is the narrative shifted now, where it's not Peter Wright, that was a weakness. This is actually a strength. The way that he's constantly looking, it may take him a long while to get there. It certainly took him a long while to figure out how to beat MVG. Yes. But he's always moving forward, even if it's tiny steps. Yeah, I'm, I, I've slightly changed. And uh, in that, I mean the fact that he was the, the nearly man. But he kept letting it go at the very, very last moment. And I, I kept saying, give himself enough chances, he has to cross the line somewhere. And a bit like anyone that's going to win, if you can get far enough in front, then you can't, you don't feel like you're going to blow it because you feel like you've got that lead to yeah. think, right, if this set goes wrong, I'm fine. I'm all right. I feel all right. And the way he finished off Van Gerwen was he runs through that line. I, 
World Championship, I said, I think Peter Wright could win it 7-3 or 7-4. Don't think he can win it 7-5, 7-6. Because if he gets close, I, I, I he don't, that, he, those demons will come yeah. back. I, I don't like saying this, but I, I, I completely agree. I completely now, I agree with you. I think he could beat Vattengo in 7-6. Now winning something of, of any magnitude uh, in a tight game, it doesn't matter anymore. And because it doesn't matter, because he's done it, is the fact that he will just feel, I've done it. Yeah. Uh, not the tight one, but I've won the Worlds. Yeah. Why can't I? I'm, I don't know why I'm picking out the European Championships. I've got no idea why I even said that tournament. I can it's win the European. combination of the greatest well, of course it is. Come on in the now. world. Oh, it's, Thank it's, you. It's, no one, no one, unless you're the very, very best in the world, qualify for that. <laughs> and he can now go into any last legger, and he knows that people are not thinking, and he's not thinking, he'll blow this. Yeah. He's thinking, being a world champ, I'm a world champ. I bet they don't want me last leg. And everything changes. And as for the changing of the darts, he's got such a talent. It's got to, and it, it was always the point that he can throw anything. But we, we always thought, and I, I, it's the, the, the great big we of, of us in darts, always thought that he's never get, gonna get any consistency unless he stays with the same darts. Well, Peter Wright is not like normal players back in the day, like me, that used the same set of 80% tungsten, 20% nickel for the, the same set, same set for 33 years, and fouled for 33 like, years. <laughs> they must have been like toothpicks when you finally... Like, how do they... They've they worn away. I'll tell you what they were like. Have you ever found... I don't, I, you should have. Have you ever found a real old bone chicken bone <laughs> do you think I'm Stig of the Dump or something Where did, I live in Birmingham not like a like well you must have seen them on some back alley that have been yeah. there for like a month so you don't you mention it yeah anyway they, they kind of it, these chicken bones look discoloured you touch them and they break right right that, those that were my darts yeah yeah and so what I did to combat them breaking if you touch them is don't group them <laughs> <laughs> I went through that phase for years, yeah. absolute years. Yeah. And it's not grouping him, right among the best in oh, the yeah. world. Absolutely. Oh yeah, once that first start went in at 60, I was like, get in the five, get in the five. <laughs> and they did. Uh, they may have been tiny and but, brittle, but they were did what they were told. Yeah, yeah. Joke, joking aside, the man has got so much talent. Yeah. So much talent. And look, the, for the story, the way he's changed the narrative, he's changed his narrative from... He, he's, changed as a person he's one of these mild-mannered guys to this incredible extrovert he's yeah. gone from a tyre fitter to a world champion yeah. but I think the most impressive one where he's gone from a man who was in Van Gerwen's pocket and was never going to do anything yeah. and yeah. now he's done it yeah. special special player we're very lucky to have him very uh, much so. we will have some special special picks by special I mean wrong uh, in a moment <laughs> the darts fantastic Absolutely brilliant. Just <laughs> every professional will tell you. Oh, it's tremendous. I think it's an absolutely genius idea. I think it's been fantastic. That's just absolutely amazing. It's always great. The hairs on the back of my neck were standing up. It's made my night. I think it's made everybody out there tonight. I don't think I'll ever witness anything like that again. It was just. <laughs> I'm not going to speak for That's just phenomenal.
Right, Judgment Nights of the Premier League, Night 9, Uncle Barry's Big Time Tungsten Hootenanny, <laughs> uh, which is the rebrand it's never got but desperately needs. Uh, if you are getting involved in making your picks, we're about to tell you ours. I mean, God knows why, we got two right last night, but it'll give you a guide as what not to go for. Uh, get involved, Low Six app, the PDC Picks app. If you've been involved, you might have joined the Good Darts podcast, the free one. Like Somebody's winning 50 quid from that for the first three nights of action. Um, but anyway, let's go through this. Um, I won in our summer series picks thing. Uh, you weren't around. Irrelevant. Yeah, okay. Um, I beat you 2-1. On, Whatever on, you win, it's irrelevant. Okay, well, I beat you 2-1 on the opening night of this. Uh, we drew 2 all tonight. Right, okay. So the general trend is, is, is moving in your direction. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Um, let's start. Michael Smith, Nathan Aspinall. Now, they've both had massive performances and lost over the first couple of nights. Yeah. 107 average, 103 average. Who do you think's playing better? I don't know. What I will say... What I will say is... And this always goes wrong. Right. Smith, for me, is right up there with some of the best scorers I've, I've, I've ever. ever seen. Ever seen. Why is he so different in in his kind of routine and rhythm on a double it's like I'm excited or I panic it's one or the other he just always looks that little bit I'm not going to say I'm surprised when he hits a double I'm surprised when he has matches when he has no trouble hitting doubles I like to say a 50%, but I mean a proper 50%. I don't mean missing 10 on the bounce and then then hitting 10 on the bounce. I think, you see, when I see him, I mean, and I've, I've, I've seen Michael Smith winning Euro Tours left, right and centre, and, and I've seen him in big stages, and it, it's it's the fluency, and I think it's just it's when it turns up. Yes, it can happen on the scoring, but sometimes I watch him and he'll just hit leg after leg, and it's double first start, double combination finishes, flying around yeah, the ball. I yeah. just think he can do everything. Yeah, he can. It's, it's yeah. just a matter of time. Um, and timing. But then Nathan, I think, is a very different player. And yes, Correct. there's some rhythm and fluency and stuff to it. I get it. Although I don't know what all that stopping and starting is at the start of his, his throws. It's, it's a bit odd. It's like he's getting really annoyed with a cameraman over to the side with every single visit to the board. But it doesn't seem to stop him. Yeah, grit and determination and fire. I love watching it. I love watching it both. I, I have a, a really high opinion of Espinal. He's, he's one of those players that when he got picked for the Premier League, Unlike, I'm going to say me, when I got picked for the Premier League back in 1738, it was like Ilfow, Ilfow. When Durham and Aspinall got put in the Premier League, it's like, they're going to be an handful. They will take to the Premier League. You just couldn't see Dazza folding, wilting, uh, being overawed by it. You might see him outplayed every every now and again, which we haven't really seen, yeah. which I thought might, might happen. I thought he might just get out, outgunned, to yeah. be fair. Anyway, Aspinall is one of those. You put him in any situation in front of a dartboard, and it's like... Yeah, fancy. Play well to beat. You've got to play well to beat him. Yeah. If Smith can average, I'm going to just say 40, 45% on his doubles tomorrow, I think he wins. So I think Smith. he wins. I'm going Smith, but it might be Aspinall. No, it might be a draw. Right. Okay. Do you know what? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who do you reckon will win? Right. Who do you reckon will win? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm going Smith. You're going Smith. I'm going Aspinall. I knew um, you would. I'll go Aspinall. No, I'm going Smith. I'm going Aspinall. 
Oh, all right. Aspinall. All right. I, honestly, draws out, draws out the question. Draws out, draws out the question. Well, it's like the Sky Pole, isn't it? Who do you think is going to win, Dazzle or MVG? There's no option for draw. Couldn't be a draw. No, it physically could. I mean, it's a... No. <laughs> no, that wasn't what it was all about. No. It was for everyone to have an opinion and, and the other one to get annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and hence, Wayne Mardell is the front-runner in the Sky yeah, that, that's TV right. production. That's right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, OK. Um, cross... No, let's do Cross and Gurney later on, actually. Let's do MVG Anderson. MVG Anderson, I mean... I think it's quite a difficult one, actually. Because like, I don't know which Gary's turning up. You know what? I, I, this is how quick darts changes, right? Mm. I remember spouting, and I do spout hell of a lot, mm. hell of a lot, more than anyone I've, I've ever known, uh, apart from apart from you. There you remember saying that Gary cannot live with Michael anymore. This was pre-match play. Mm. So we're only talking, what, a month ago? Well, I've kind of changed my mind again. Michael, Michael's... Just not the player he was a couple of years ago. Do you remember watching Michael Van Gerwen and smiling and, and involuntary laughing because it was ridiculous yes. what he did on a daily basis? You know what? There's, there's always that thing. Whenever I watch Michael Van Gerwen, I think, oh, somebody's gone 4 0 up on him, 5 0 up, 6 0. They're not safe. They're not safe. Today, against Dozza, you four went 5 2. Well, 4 2 you went. I, th- oh, I, I had that feeling at 4 2. 5 you know? 2, I thought Dozza's got. I yes. Just, I, I don't fancy Yes. Michael. Yes. And I, I haven't felt like that about Michael Van Gerwen. Since October 2012. About that, yeah. About, about that. that. But yeah. look, it's, it's too nice. 7th of October. It's too, I genuinely think you can make a strong case this year for Michael Van Gerwen, Peter Wright and Gerwen Price being on a par as the best, best players in the world. I don't think there's anything right. between them. Yeah. Anything between them, really. Because I'm not... You're not convinced about Michael. Yeah, I'm not. Right. And it's, it's nothing about the darts. It's nothing about that. No, I don't no. Care forget about the darts. The darts. Forget the darts. It's overplayed. All the equipment issues. It's overplayed. I agree with honest. you, Daniel. Yeah, I know. It's a horrible feeling, isn't it? I when agree you with, with you, and it, it it hurts me to say that. But it's confidence, and it's all sorts of things. And when you, you know, when you are winning everything, and I mean sixty percent of the tournaments you enter. If there are players out there. If they win sixty percent of the games they enter, they are incredibly rich and successful. It, it he won 74 events in three years. And that's just... It, it's not it's incomprehensible. It's not fair. It's not fair to the others. Yeah. It's not fair to the others. Anyway, I'm going for a Van Gogh win. Van Gogh win, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I'm going to go on the, the Gary Anderson... Um, the Gary Anderson roller coaster here. He's had a great game. He's had a poor game. I think he goes back to having a great game. Right, OK. So I'm going to go Ando. OK. Um, right, Price, what's a meaner? Oh, what's a meaner? I, I don't know what kind of form he's in. All I do know is is that Price has a real gripe with the world at the moment. Yeah. He's, he's an angry man. Might help him. He's angry. Well, it helped him tonight, I thought. I thought he handled it really well, but he, he had a bit of intensity about him. Uh, I, I kind of feel for Jermaine. He should be in should be in Rotterdam, giving it the big and look how he loved. Look how he loved playing with Van Gerwen in the World Cup. It was it was like washing. A a kid. Do you know? Yeah. You know what he reminds me of? Do you know of mice and men? Yes. Lenny and George. Yes. Look, Lenny. Yes. The big, slightly yes. simple, slightly dangerous to be around. I, I, lump. I get Lovable. It. Oh yeah. All he wants to do is play with the rabbits. Jermaine, All he wants yes. to do is play darts. Yes. That's yes. All he wants to do. I Just, like it. 
I like it. Can we play Dodge, George? Yeah. That's it. That's, it. that's how Jermaine works. That's how... That's but I also think he's very, very underrated, you know. And if it wasn't, he's like Dutch number three now. You've got Noppert, Desvon and Watamena all next to each other in the rankings uh, for second place in, yeah. in Holland. Um, now, Jermaine has been agonisingly knocked out of the last two world championships in like sudden death legs, last last set decided. Yeah, yeah. And that's obviously where you make your money. Yeah. One or both of those go different ways. Jermaine Watamena yeah, could so be in top ten one in the game, world. One game's just got to go the other way. One yeah. leg? Was it the Gary game? There was a Gary game. He missed a ball for a one second. The Gary beat game. Him. And there was another one. That I can't remember. But look, literally, yeah. he's been a gnat switch. And he's he's not been amazing this year. But I do think he's underrated. I do think he's very dangerous. But he's against Gary Price. Still going Gezi. I'm going Gezi. But I'd, I'm, not, I'm not a, a fan of his attitude at the moment. I don't think, don't get me wrong, I'd never tell him that. No. Is that him? No, no, it's alright. I've got a lot of time for anyone that can come into a sport and rattle so many. Well, I'm not saying not so many, rattle everyone. He come along and rattled everyone and he's still rattling everyone, but he's it. got to get off his aisles that everyone's against him. He's even blaming estab- the establishment now, like, like Sky and, and the PDC and all sorts. Oh, they're against me. They're sabotaging my chances of... Oh, get out of it. Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, the thing is with Gezi, it would appear, the whole crowd thing, he's got a very strange relationship with it, whereby he, he says, oh, they hate me and I don't like it. And then goes, well, they hate me, but that spurs me on. And, and now it's the crowd up there is like, well, I need the crowd to be hating me so I can yeah. play better. And then when you get fake crowd noise, you think, yeah. well, the fake crowd hate me. This isn't fair. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even know what's the best thing. Yeah, that's like, right. Well, I don't understand. <laughs> well, he, he was going on about uh, tonight. He was talking to Michael Bridge in his interview after the game and saying, I, 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 what have you changed, Bridge, he asked. Well, I'm getting rid of the negativity. They're all against me. <laughs> Hold on now. Hold on. Everything that come out of his mouth after that was negative. It was negative. And you know when you're like, oh, come on now. You've, you, take some delight in beating Gary Anderson and giving him a walloping, by the way. Yeah, it was a walloping. It you was. You can't be negative around. Well, I suppose maybe it's a sort of yin and yang because Bridgie's like a human Labrador who just adores everything. Uh, he, he does. He, he, he laughs at the most ridiculous things. <laughs> <laughs> I, I noticed earlier, he, he said to me something about, what did you do this afternoon? I said, I went golf and then went to uh, the local Turkish restaurant. So it was most delightful. Well, he was like grinning from ear to ear, kind of laughing. I'm thinking, what is wrong with you? He's just really happy you're supporting the local economy. He's just, he, loves, he just loves everything. Bridget. Weirdo. He's th- Absolute weirdo. <laughs> I was say thoroughly nice guy. Um, <laughs> All right, anyway, I like anyway I like you're going price. We agree on price. We're agreeing on right, that. I know where you're going with this one. Um, cross does it. Cross is Look, really He could have beaten me. Peter Wright. He has beaten Michael Van Gerwen. Yeah. And out of form, Rob Cross, who doesn't look... I'm not going to say that bothered because he does want to be... Yeah. He does want to be in this. He wants to get past... He doesn't yeah. want to be eliminated. He's actually yeah. making a fight yeah. last year and then get eliminated. I just think that there's only one man who's really ready for this. Yeah, I, I you know, this is all about predictions, and uh, well, it's about guessing. Mm. I'm going to give you the prediction of all time, and I think it will happen. Right? Dazza will win seven three. It will be three three at one point. Mm. 
-hmm. Rob Wall missed a dart at 32. And then not get another dart. And then just capitulate like he's done the last two nights. And then the darts will start to gain at an angle. He'll start to go low. He'll start to do real kind of average things like just hitting 59, 60, the odd one 40. And the last leg will just be a kind of give up kind of scenario. And do you know what? This has happened the last two nights. He's been in close proximity and then... There was a moment tonight when 180, 143 out, and I thought, ooh, sexy. Nothing at all. Nothing. Nothing. Well, Nothing. he missed a couple of darts in next leg or something. Yeah, at, yeah, fi- yeah. at 32. Yeah. At 32 that was skewing off away, by the way. Yeah. Skewing off away. I don't think he knows quite how those darts behave just yet. His, his hand is just not opening as quick as he'd like because he's nervous, because he's not relaxed. You've got to be relaxed. Well, that means that Gurney will be safe. But do you think that Gurney can continue his run and get something against Peter Wright? Uh, no, I do not. Oh. The way... <laughs> oh. That's like well, that, disappointment. Oh. Uh, the way Wright... I loved Wright tonight. But again, might be a recency bias. I don't I loved know. Gurney for six legs. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Oh, God, yeah. Yes. Draw. <laughs> I'm saying draw. You're going draw. I'm going, I'm going right quite easily. Oh, well, there we go. So you're going right easily, Darren easily, Price to beat Watamina, MVG to beat Anderson, and Michael Smith to do Nathan Aspen. This is the one I'm really struggling on. I'm saying it like my previous predictions were all right. That's the one I'm, I'm, no, I'm Wayne, concerned Wayne, about. You have, you have established yourself uh, as, as the... Clueless? <laughs> Clueless. Just say it. Say that. Say it. A guesser. Like a tungsten guru. Like a a guesser. The go-to man. (laughs) Tell us, great one. What will happen? And you gaze into the into the future for the mists of time, and then you tell people lots of things that That don't happen. I'll tell you one thing. I will tell you though, and everyone knows this that watches the Premier League since the year two thousand and five is how difficult is the Premier League to predict? It's a nightmare, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, how difficult is to play? That's the that's the reason. I mean, if it. But look, I I tell you what, it's it's going to make it very interesting. We both think Rob Cross is going to get eliminated on Judgment Night. We shall see. Don't know what you think, but you can get involved with the PDC picks. It's small stakes betting to win cash prizes, low six out and the PDC picks out and look if you don't win any money on that you can always go and play golf with Keith Deller because there is money to be made and £17 th- well it's not it's £3 but it's £17.38 <laughs> in 1983 the equivalent that's the equivalent I mean you may not be interested in the picks that we're making but you do get to find out how much money Wayne takes off Keith Deller I call it Demolish Deller Thursday <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Help out to eat out Monday to Wednesday. Thursday, just take the money off Della. Anyway, thank you very much, Wayne. Oh, uh, loved it. Yeah, loved it, loved it. Uh, we'll be back after Judgment Night. It'll be another little mini pod that probably turns up halfway through Thursday night. Uh, no doubt uh, you'll show us off on the Low Six and PDC Picks apps. Uh, if you are playing, though, make sure you're 18 years of old and resident of the UK. Terms and conditions apply. Please gamble responsibly, because if you don't, uh, you wake up every night at 4am in a cold sweat with the ominous silhouette of Andrew Gilding looming over you, breathing heavily, and without saying anything at all, you will know that he is only there for malicious reasons. But aside from that, if you're a friend have problems with gambling, please seek help straight away and visit begambleaware.org.